So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right, welcome back to the show, my friends. I'm your host, Kevin Torres, and I'm all about helping new or soon-to-be dads get into amazing shape in as little as 15 minutes a day without sacrificing family time because I know all too well what it's like to be in the throes of early fatherhood, to have all the demands, pulling for your attention, your limited time, and then what ends up happening is because you prioritize your family first, your children, your career, you tend to put all the things that you love by the wayside, right? And you also put your health and fitness on the back burner. And then a couple of years goes by, uh, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're 20 pounds heavier and you realize, man, you really need to start prioritizing yourself, right? But you feel guilty doing so. You feel guilty prioritizing yourself. You feel guilty even giving yourself a couple of minutes a day to, to exercise. And so we talk about all kinds of strategies to make that a seamless part of your everyday life, to integrate fitness into your everyday life so that none of this has to be overwhelming for you. You don't have to spend the 90 minutes driving to the gym, working out, driving back, doing all that stuff. You can literally work out in 10 minutes, 15 minutes in your house and dial in your nutrition a little bit and you're gonna see incredible, sustainable results, all right? So what we're gonna be talking about today, speaking of incredible and sustainable results, is we're gonna be talking about setting goals, how to set and achieve powerful goals in 2021. But before we jump into that, a couple things I want to talk about. One is I'm currently running a 21 days to kickstart your 2021. I'm opening up the doors to my program. Actually, doors have been open for a couple of days if you're listening to this in real time. And doors close on Friday. So doors close on January 1st. Today's the 31st if you're already if you're listening to this in real time. Um, and there are only two spots remaining. I'm only taking 10 people into this program because it's a highly customized one-to-one program. Um, and I want to be able to give you the attention you deserve, right? So if I took on 20 people as much as I would love to do that, um, you know, it just wouldn't be able to give everybody my full attention, okay? So that's number one. Number two is if you're not already in the private Dad Bod Wad community on Facebook, just go to Facebook and search the Dad Bod Wad private community. And there you're going to find a group of hundreds of like-minded people who are also striving to get better, who are also trying to create a legacy of health and fitness for their respective families. Also, I've teamed up with 10,000 to hook you up with 15% off your next order. 10,000 are, they're literally the only shorts that I wear. If you go to my Instagram and you search through all my workouts, those are literally the only shorts I wear. And now they've expanded into shirts and sweatshirts and things like that. And so um, they're slowly becoming the only shirts that I wear, the only sweatshirts that I wear, the only socks that I wear, the only compression shorts that I wear. But seriously, if nothing else, they're seven-inch interval shorts with a liner. I happen to like the shorts with liners. They're amazing. So I would go ahead and get yourself a pair now, 10,000.cc. Use code TORRES, T-O-R-R-E-S, to save. All right. 
So let's jump into today's, um, I was going to say today's workout. Let's jump into today's episode. And we're talking about how to set and achieve powerful goals in 2021. Well, why even goal set? And I know you're probably asking like why goal set, or maybe you have a goal in your mind, right? You have an idea in your mind, but you don't really you don't you don't really write it down right and the only difference between a dream and a goal is a goal is written down somewhere right a dream is something that you keep in your head that you're, you're you kind of daydream about you hope it's going to happen you wish it's going to happen right but again like a goal is something that you've written down it's something that's measurable and it's something that you could then look back at and you either achieved it or you haven't, right? Or you've made progress towards achieving your goal. This isn't like all or nothing necessarily, but that's the main difference. And so the reason why we're talking about this today is obviously because in 2021, right, we have a new year starting and many people use the new year as as like a new beginning, right? Or they, they you know, they're, they're motivated by creating new year's resolutions. Um, and, you know, 2020, whatever cliche you want to say is how terrible of a year it was. Let's get 2020 behind us. Let's look forward to 2021. All that is great. But if you don't have a plan, and if specifically if you don't have a goal, then you could probably expect more of the same, right? You could probably expect the way 2020 kind of like looked for you, you know, barring any kind of like extreme sort of like shutdown in your area or, you know, whatever. But really, you could expect 2021 to look pretty similar to your year today unless you create goals and take the steps necessary to start achieving those goals, all right? So how do we set powerful goals? Well, there's a five-step process that I'm going to show you really quickly. Um, And so if you happen to have a pen around, you should probably take some notes. If you're driving, please just focus on the road and keep driving. Um, But I'll go over these five steps to setting and achieving powerful goals in 2021. And the first step, step number one, is really coming up with a powerful why your reason, your purpose behind your goal. So in 2021, do you have a weight loss goal? Do you have an income goal? Do you have uh, a fitness goal, right? Like, do you have, um, you know, uh, an action-based goal? Like, you know, I want to go to the gym. I want to start going to the gym or I want to start prepping my meals or I want to start, you know, bringing my lunch to work. What is it? But the main, the, the important thing is to identify your why. Why is this goal important to you? Why do you want to achieve this goal? Is it because you want to create a legacy of health and fitness for your family? Is it because you're sick and tired of feeling uncomfortable in your clothing? You're sick and tired of seeing the, the, your reflection in the mirror after the shower, the way it looks, right? Or is it because you have maybe some chronic illness in your that runs in your family and you know maybe your your dad or another family member passed away fairly early because of a you know of a heart disease and health disease and you know diseases that are essentially avoidable depending on like your health status right on your fitness and your exercise on your diet is that a why and write this why down reflect on it for a second and think and if this was like a self help book, I'd say, okay, now pause the video or pause the, pause the recording and 
Write down your why. But seriously, um, what is it? Why do you want to achieve this goal? And the reason why that's important is because when times get tough, right? You want to be able to lean on your why. You want to be able to go back and be like, okay, I'm doing this because I want my kid to look up to look up at me, look up to me as his role model, right? I want my daughters to see that, you know, strong is beautiful. I want my daughters to see like that their father is, is, you know, prioritizes his health and fitness, right? Or uh, whatever. I want to see that they're, you know, I want her to see that, you know, that her father, you know, takes care of her mother, whatever it is, write it down. And it's going to make your goal so much more, I want to say, like, not relevant, not not even like a, uh, attainable, but it's just going to make it more real, right? Like, why do I want to achieve this thing? And, it, and if you have superficial goals, that's okay too. Please don't feel like, oh my God, I don't have a strong enough why. If your goal is like, I want to see a six pack. Why? Because I want to be able to go on a beach finally once and for all and not feel insecure about taking off my shirt. I want to finally be able to, you know, just rip off my shirt at a moment's notice and not feel guilty. Or I want to not be the fat dad at, you know, Little League I don't want to, you know, like uh, when my girls are playing soccer, I don't want to be the fat dad there. I want to be the fit dad. It doesn't matter, right? Um, it, it, it's not superficial. It's your goal. So what is your why? And go ahead and write that down if you're not driving. Number two is, and you notice we still haven't even really identified our goal, right? We're, we're, we're doing some pre-work before we even get to our goal. That's, that's going to be step three. But step number two is... Coming up with your pros and cons of your desired goal. Now, I know this sounds a little weird, but because you're saying like, how could there be cons if I'm setting like a goal, like a good goal, right? To lose weight or to get into shape or to get healthy. Well, the truth of the matter is we do things because they satisfy some basic human needs, right? And, and you know, and also because we don't want to disrupt the people around us and we don't want to disrupt, you know, like our family life or we don't want to disrupt our patterns or we don't want to disappoint people, right? So we kind of just like go with the flow. And so I want you to create like a pros and cons list of your desired goal. What are the pros of achieving that goal? Better health, look better, more confidence, right? Um, you know, whatever, being able to do a muscle up, being able to do 50 push-ups straight would make you, you know a stronger heart, better heart health, right? Um, less belly fat, so less you know, you know the, the side effects that come from that. And then create a cons list. What are the cons of your desired goal? And again, I know that sounds weird, but think about it. What are the cons of undergoing a healthy, fit lifestyle? Well, this means I really, really enjoy drinking. Right, like I, I, I drink every single night. Well, I don't. I, I guess I won't be able to to share that anymore with like my 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 spouse. Or, you know, happy hour is really important to me. I go to happy hour every weekend with with my work people. I guess like this will impact that negatively. I won't be able to like see them as often, or go to happy hours as often, or or go and drink as often, right? Or you know, the the people that I hang out with. You know, they're all out of shape and unhealthy and they love to eat at, you know, the Golden Corral or whatever. And man, I might have to, you know, if I separate myself through health and fitness, 
you know, does that mean that I won't be able to be their friends anymore? Does that mean I won't be able to see them anymore as often, right? So there are going to be some cons to your goal. And it's important to recognize those now before you're suddenly surprised by them as they come up, right? Before you're sort of like bamboozled by them, before you have a friend or a spouse or a family member be like, what, you think you're like too good to hang out with us now? Or, or come on, man, it's just one beer, hang out with us, like whatever. Or you could have another slice of cake, don't worry about it. You're, you lost so much weight already, or you look too skinny anyway, right? Like, Whatever it is that they're going to say, like you're sort of anticipating that with your cons list, right? Think of all the things that might be a con and go ahead and write those down too, your pros and your cons. And again, like not to be funny, but like your cons list could even be something like you're probably going to have to buy new clothes, right? So you're going to have to spend a little money on, on buying some new clothes after you know all your extra larges become too large, right? And your larges start to fit better or maybe your larges you know, start to fit too large and you need some mediums, right? So that could be on your cons list, you know, buying groceries pretty regularly, learning how to like cook cook your food, like just little things like that. What are going to be the struggles by undergoing this goal? All right. So now let's go into step number three. And step number three is, this is where we actually create our goals. Um, and you want to one, be create a super specific and measurable goal. Create a super specific and measurable goal. And I want you to think about your goal in two ways. Um, I want you to have an outcome goal, right? A goal that's like, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds by 2022, right? I want to lose 30 pounds over the course of this year. And then break that goal up into yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals. So my yearly goal is to lose 30 pounds. So then quarterly, I know I need to um, lose about 7.5, about eight pounds, seven or eight pounds every quarter to be on track to hit my goal, right? And again, sustainably, like can you lose seven pounds in a weekend? Absolutely. Can you do that sustainably? Yeah, it's going to take a little longer, right? So the, the sustainable weight loss is typically around a pound a month. Uh, excuse me, a pound a week. A pound a month, everyone will quit. But a, about a pound a week is like sustainable, healthy weight loss. So if you want to lose 30 pounds over a year, for example, then you would need to lose seven pounds per quarter. So that's like every three months, right? And now you start to think, wow, that sounds actually pretty achievable. I can totally lose seven pounds between now and March, right? And then break that down into monthly goals. So in order to lose seven to eight pounds a quarter, you want to be losing around two and a half pounds a month, okay? Now, does that feel more attainable and achievable? Absolutely. If somebody was like, hey, man, I'm going to give you a hundred bucks to lose two and a half pounds this month. Do you think you can do it? It's like, I have a month to do it. Great. I don't even have to start until like the end of the month, right? So you can totally lose two and a half pounds a month. And so the reason why we break down into yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals is one, because we want to see that it is totally doable. Because if you just set a goal like, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds, baby, January 21st, I mean, January 1st, 2021, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Well, guess what happens come January 15th and you step on the scale and you've only lost one pound. You're like, ah, oh, this sucks. This is hard. I'm not doing it. I suck. This diet sucks. This program sucks. This coach sucks. 
or I suck, right? My family sucks, whatever it is, blame everybody. And you've only, you know, you've lost a pound in two weeks. And, but technically, if you lost another pound, you'd be on track to hitting 30 pounds by the end of the year, right? And so we break it down into yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals and even bite-sized goals because you want to be able to chisel away at your goals and you want them to be bite-sized. You want to be able to feel as though you are moving towards it. You are making progress in the right direction. And there's an old expression like, how do you eat an elephant, right? An elephant is ginormous. So how do you eat an elephant? And the response is one bite at a time, okay? So think about it. What is your big goal, your big yearly goal? Then break it down into quarterly and monthly goals. And then one more little piece on goal setting that I'd want to th- I want you to think about is that's an outcome-based goal, right? That's like a if, if everything goes according to plan, you will lose 30 pounds. But the problem with outcome-based goals is you can't always control the outcome, right? You can't always control the outcome, right? Let's say maybe you have a little food sensitivity or, you know, genetically you just, it's a little bit more difficult for you to put on muscle mass or to lose weight, whatever, right? So you can't always predict or, or, or yeah, predict the outcome, right? But you can control your actions. So that's why I always suggest an action-based goal as well. And so an action-based goal might look like in January, you know, by, by the end of 2021, I want to be cooking all of my meals at home. I want to be exercising five days a week, right? You know, at the end of a year, let's say like at the end of January, by, by January, 2022, I cook all of my meals at home for my, for myself and my family. I bring my lunch to work every single day. I work out without a doubt around five times a week and I make fitness a ubiquitous part of my everyday life and it fits into my lifestyle in a sustainable way. It doesn't overwhelm anybody, yada, 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 all right? So think about it. What is your action-based goal? And the reason why I recommend that is because if you do the actions, then the outcome goal is likely going to happen, right? But at least you have like a clear plan to getting there. At least you have a clear plan to getting there, all right? So as you take a moment to pause this and you do number three, create a super specific and measurable goal, break it down into yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals. And like I said, with my action-based goal, by January of 2022, right? Maybe if I said, hey, by January, you should be cooking all of your meals and and working out five days a week and running and blah, 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 this and that. You'd be like overwhelmed by January 15th, right? You'd be like, oh, what am I doing? I can't keep up with this, right? But if that's your January 1st, 2022 goal and you can start breaking that, breaking that up into quarterly goals, right? Like, So like by March, I want to be cooking, uh, you know, dinner at home by, or maybe by March, I want to make sure that I'm consistently bringing my lunch to work, right? By, you know, then April through May, June, April through June, right? I want to now be cooking food at home, right? By the next quarter, I want to now be exercising up to five days a week, right? So you can break it down into quarterly goals as well, and then even monthly goals, okay? 
All right, so now let's go into tip number four. And tip number four, um, you know, this is how you sort of like set yourself up for not necessarily disappointment, but set yourself up for reality, okay? Because right now, as you're listening to this, how many of you would be stoked if you lost 20 pounds in the next three months, right? If you woke up in, on March 1st and you were 20 pounds lighter, would you be pumped? Would you be stoked, right? Absolutely. I know I would. Yet, if you you know how you wouldn't be stoked? If your goal was to lose 30 pounds by March 1st or April 1st, right? If your goal was to lose 30 pounds and you stepped on the scale and you saw only 20 pounds lost, you wouldn't feel like a win, right? You'd be like, I suck. I didn't hit my goal. I fell short of my goal. And this sucks. Without taking into account that you just freaking lost 20 pounds, right? And so what we're going to do when we set up our goals is we, so this is tip number four, is you come up with a good, better, and best goal, right? So your best goal is your completely unreasonable goal, right? Like to lose 30 pounds this year, right? To some people that's completely, excuse me, to some people that's completely unreasonable, right? Um, And that's your best goal. And so let's take that into three tiers. What would be a good, a, a better goal? So like a goal underneath your best goal. Like if you don't hit 30 pounds this year, what would you still be really excited about? What would still prove to you that you can do this? What would still prove to you that like this is worth the lifestyle change, that this is worth some of the things on your cons list? What would that be for you? Would that be 25 pounds? Would that be 20 pounds, right? And then write that down as well under your best goal. And then finally, underneath that is a good goal, something that you'd still be content with, you'd still be satisfied with, right? So maybe it's, again, your big goal is to lose 30 pounds, your your better goal is to lose 20 pounds, but maybe you'd also settle for 10 pounds. Like, man, I did a good job. I lost 10 pounds this 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 quarter or this year, right? Like, that's pretty freaking good to be 10 pounds lighter. Your joints are going to feel better. Your ankles are going to feel, right? All that. Your heart is going to be healthier. So write down your good, better, and best goals. And the reason why we do that is because we avoid beating ourselves up when we have good, better, and best goals. Like, hey, did you hit your 30 pounds? No. But I'm not a loser. I'm not whatever, right? Like I still hit my better goal. My better goal was to lose 20 pounds and I actually lost 22 pounds. Holy crap. I can't believe it, right? I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Yeah. Or, hey, I I didn't lose 30 pounds, but I lost 12 pounds and I learned a lot. I learned so much about myself from this process and my family and all that stuff. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked with those 12 pounds lost and I'm excited for what's going to come next, right? So create a good, better, and best goal as well. 
And then finally, first of all, if you're if you're liking these tips, if these tips are helpful, I would really appreciate if you left this podcast a five-star review wherever you're listening, especially on iTunes, because when you leave a review and a comment about how this podcast has helped you, you help other guys like you find this amazing resource and this amazing community. Because if you're anything like me, you, when you go to buy something on Amazon or when you're looking at a movie, whatever, you look at the stars, right? And then you start reading the reviews. And based on what people say, you know that that product is for you or not, right? Fits too tight. Was, that wasn't promised, right? Or this is the best thing ever. This has totally changed my life, right? And based on those comments, you end up purchasing. And so it's the same thing. If you're browsing through a podcast and you happen to stumble upon a podcast that looks interesting, but there are no reviews there, then you're gonna, you might move on, right? Or if you find the podcast that looks interesting and there are reviews there and the reviews are like, man, this guy totally gets what it's like to be a father struggling, blah, 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 right? Like then they're more likely, other people like us, like you, are more likely to, to, to click, listen, and then become a member of our community in the private Facebook community and so forth. And so we can impact more lives together and change more lives. All right. So tip number five, and first of all, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate if you left that five-star review. Like seriously, it means a lot to me. So tip number five is now... What do you need to start? What do you need to stop? And what do you need to continue doing in order to achieve your goals? Okay? So again, you might have an, a weight loss goal. That's totally fine. You might have um you know, you might have a weight loss goal. You might have whatever, right? A fitness goal, a health goal. What do you need to start doing in order to achieve that goal? What actions do you need to start taking? Well, I need to start bringing lunch to work. I need to start exercising. I need to purchase a new pair of running sneakers. I need to, you know, um, whatever, like um, waking, start, I need to start waking up early so I can squeeze in a, a workout in the mornings, right? Whatever it is, write it down and think about as many things as you can. What do you need to start doing? And then on the inverse or the flip side of that is what do you need to stop doing? What's not serving you? What's not helping you achieve your goal right now? What actions are you currently doing that aren't serving you as you chase this goal? Well, I need to stop drinking every single night, right? I need to stop my two nights, my two beers a night habit, right? I need to stop ordering out for dinner. I need to stop hitting the drive through on my way home from work. I need to stop driving through Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons or Starbucks or whatever early in the morning on my way to work where I pick up an extra pastry or stuff like that, right? Um, or a couple of donuts, whatever it is, right? So think about it. What do you need to stop doing in order to achieve your goal? Now, what's not serving you, right? I need to stop beating myself up. I need to stop hating who, what, what I look like in the mirror. I need to stop telling myself that I'm a loser. I need to stop telling myself that I can't do this. I need to stop telling myself that it's just genetics. I need to stop telling myself that it just runs in the family and maybe I'm just meant to be you know, fat and unhealthy, right? I just love mac and cheese too much, whatever it is. Stop that and create that list. And then finally, on the start, stop, and continue, what, do, what actions are you currently already taking that you need to continue doing in order to achieve your goal, right? So maybe you are working out already 
and you're just struggling with like nutrition. So continue working out, right? Write that down. Or maybe you do bring your food at, maybe you are cooking at home already. Awesome. Write that down. Keep cooking for the family, right? Um, you know, little things like that. What are you currently doing already that's helping you achieve your goal, right? Um, you know, you already work out. Maybe you already bring your lunch to work. Maybe you already you already cook at home. Maybe you already eat a lot of greens and veggies, right? So add to that list what do you need to start, what do you need to stop, what do you need to continue in order to achieve your goals, all right? So there you have it, my five tips to setting powerful goals to setting and achieving powerful goals for 2021. Again, to recap, tip number one was your powerful why. Why are you achieving this goal? Why is it, what is it going to do for you? Tip number two is to create your pros and cons list, right? Write down all the good things that will happen from achieving these goals and write down some of the negative things that might happen by achieving these goals, all right? Tip number three is get super specific and measurable, right? Don't just say, I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. That's great. But say, hey, I want to lose 30 pounds by April, by August, by, by, by December. And then break that down into yearly, quarterly, and monthly goals so that they feel more bite-sized and actually achievable. Tip number four is then write down your good, better and best goals. So like if your best goal is 30 pounds, what would still make you excited in, you know, for good, better and best. So then write those down as well. And then finally, step number five was to write down your start, stop and continue list. All right. And when you do these things, you are setting yourself up to achieving a super strong start to 2021. Write down these goals. Remember the difference between a dream and a goal is a goal is written down somewhere and you can refer back to it and say, yep, I'm on track to achieving that or nope, I'm nowhere near this goal. I need to make some adjustments, all right? So I hope you found this helpful. I am so excited for you for 2021, for all the things to come. Um, and I'm so grateful for you for listening to the show throughout 2020 as well. Um, I, I launched this podcast right before COVID hit. So I, in March of 2020, um, I launched this podcast and we're up to episode 44. So 44 weeks of publishing a podcast every single week. And I'm super excited that you're a part of this journey with me, that you're listening. I'm so grateful for that. And really, I'm excited to continue serving you through 2021. And if you're not already in our private community, come join us. If you want to be part of the 21 days to kickstart your 2021, shoot me an email at kevin at dadbodwad.net and let me know you're interested and we'll get you going. I'll get you all the details and we'll get going, all right? Again, thank you so much for being a part of this amazing community. I freaking love you. You're awesome. Let's keep forging elite fathers together. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.